Matthew 17 Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed, so that his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved son, who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone, and they saw only Jesus. As they went back down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Then his disciples asked him, Why do the teachers of religious law insist that Elijah must return before the Messiah comes? Jesus replied, Elijah is indeed coming first to get everything ready. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, but he wasn't recognized, and they chose to abuse him. And in the same way, they will also make the Son of Man suffer. Then the disciples realized he was talking about John the Baptist. At the foot of the mountain, a large crowd was waiting for them. A man came and knelt before Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He has seizures and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't heal him. Jesus said, You faithless and corrupt people, how long must I be with you? How long must I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Then Jesus rebuked the demon in the boy, and it left him. From that moment, the boy was well. Afterwards, the disciples asked Jesus privately, Why couldn't we cast out that demon? You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. After they gathered again in Galilee, Jesus told them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of his enemies. He will be killed, but on the third day he will be raised from the dead. And the disciples were filled with grief. On their arrival in Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and asked him, Doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house. But before he had a chance to speak, Jesus asked him, What do you think, Peter? Do kings tax their own people, or the people they have conquered? 
They tax the people they have conquered, Peter replied. Well then, Jesus said, the citizens are free. However, we don't want to offend them, so go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch, and you will find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us. I love to go to the beach, and Florida in wintertime, to me, is just a truly spectacular place. I love it. Although we get the four seasons here in North Carolina, the winter, being my least favorite season, is difficult. I just don't like the gray. When I was in London for two months, barely seeing the sun, when I came home to North Carolina... For some reason, the sun wasn't out for about 10 days either, and I was about to lose my mind. I thought, if I don't get to see blue sky and feel the heat on my skin, I am just going to become really down. So in search of the sun, my husband and I ended up in Fort Myers, Florida. So that's on the Gulf Coast, nearer to the bottom of Florida, and oh my word, it was so heavenly. The weather, absolutely gorgeous. It's weird to go from a cold place to a lovely hot place, wardrobe-wise, you know, when you fly. You're leaving, you've got all your winter gear on, and you have to peel that off pretty quick when you arrive. Getting off the plane, we went as fast as we could to Fort Myers Beach, and there's actually, like, one lane going onto the island there, and one off. So you can imagine the traffic issues. But by the time we got to the beach and had some lunch, I was ready to go walk down the pier with my ice cream and see what was going on there. It was absolutely fascinating to me because when I'm at the beach in North Carolina, you often see pelicans just flying in a group along the shoreline. And I love it. It's To me, that's part of being at the beach. Well, when we got onto the end of the pier, there were several pelicans sitting, waiting for food. And one of the fishermen said about the pelican that was right next to him, that was just so calm, you could come right up to the bird and he wasn't going to fly away. And the fisherman said, This guy is so faithful, he just is waiting for some shrimp. And apparently they hang out all the time, just waiting to be fed. They know what's coming. They will get a bite to eat. And sometimes I think, wow, it would be nice to be like the animals when you do have that mind chatter and you're worried about things. The birds, the animals, they don't have that. And the colours to me are just really enjoyable. From the green of the water to the blue sky and then the browns of the pelican. And as I'm looking at the picture, I'm just smiling, remembering my time hanging out with some really cool birds. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, 
visit ttlm.pictures.com.